the Medicare open enrollment is October 15th through December 7th. So it's really important that individuals start to think about the Medicare coverage and what that will look like in 2022. And if they're dissatisfied with your coverage that you currently have, make that change during open enrollment. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Connecting ALS. I am your host, Jeremy Holden. Well, the Medicare open enrollment period kicks off October 15th and will run through December 7th. During this window of time, everybody who is eligible for Medicare coverage can make changes to their coverage plans. And that, of course, includes everybody living with ALS who are eligible as recipients of Social Security Disability Insurance. According to data from ALS Focus, the challenges of understanding medical insurance coverage creates a substantial level of stress for people living with the disease. So this week, we are digging into Medicare coverage and open enrollment. And joining me to do this and help deepen our understanding of the program is Dr. Neil Thacker, Chief Mission Officer for the ALS Association. Uh, Dr. Thacker, thanks for joining us this week. Thanks, Jeremy. It's nice to talk with you. Yeah, it's part of our new format, rolling out some uh, rotating guest hosts. So really happy to uh, bring you on as our first rotating guest host. And it's an important topic of conversation. Um, As I said, Medicare coverage is available not only to everyone over 65, but also everyone who is eligible for Social Security Disability Insurance. And as many listeners are aware, the ALS Association led the fight over several years to make sure that people diagnosed with ALS were eligible for SS. SDI immediately upon their diagnosis. And Neil, that had real implications, not just for their ability to claim those disability insurance benefits, but also on their ability to access Medicare right away. Yeah, that's right. So basically, if you have a diagnosis of of ALS in the United States, you're now eligible for Medicare. And that's really important because Medicare is a comprehensive insurance system. And um, I, I think I've been looking through the numbers about 70% of the folks we serve are on Medicare already. And um, there may be people newly diagnosed who aren't on Medicare. And our care services team can help uh, people get connected to Medicare and get those benefits as well. You know, I've run into this with, you know, with parents who are getting into, uh, my parents are getting into the social security age. And I think there can be a misconception that Medicare is a thing and you're eligible for it. And then you're taken care of, but it's a little bit more complicated than that, navigating the Medicare system. There's two basic components. Part A broadly covers things like hospital visits, hospice care, skilled nursing facilities. Part B broadly covering things like doctor's visits, some home health services, durable medical equipment, obviously something important to, to the community we serve comes with a monthly premium. Listeners have certainly heard terms like Medicare Advantage, the Part D prescription drug benefit. And we're going to share some more detailed resources in the show notes on this. But Neil, there are a few moving parts that folks have to consider as they move into this open enrollment period. That's right. And it is complex, as you you mentioned, especially if you're going to go into one of the Medicare Advantage plans, because those plans are also different in terms of the kind of support that you can you can get and the providers that are available to you in your area. And you may want to use one portion of Medicare, the managed care program, the the Medicare Advantage program, uh, when you're early on in your your ALS experience, but as you progress, you may want uh, something a little bit more intensive and regular like the traditional plan. 
And that, again, is where our care services team and the benefits coordination that we can either provide directly or connect you to can help you make those decisions and how you may want to shift your Medicare engagement as you you go forward. Yeah, an important conversation that people have is they think about their health care needs and the right way to insure those through Medicare um, or other insurance options. You know, polls generally show Medicare to be popular among beneficiaries, uh, but that's not to say that the program is perfect and not without flaws. I know there have been some work going on behind the scenes and publicly uh, to try and make Medicare even better. But can you talk to us a little bit about some of the things that are happening to, to do that, particularly for people living with ALS. Yes, thank you, Jeremy. It, it's a really complex benefit. And one of the things we find that the overall effort to contain costs in the Medicare program sometimes catch people with ALS as the collateral damage. And uh, that's something we've been talking about. And so a few weeks ago, I had a was part of a, a meeting with the CMS administrator where we talked about that more on cost and how that can make access to home health care services, respiratory therapy, uh, rehabilitative services, hard to access. So even if you qualify for the benefit, you may have trouble finding a provider or you may have trouble finding a provider who's going to provide all the services that you need. And so this is a, a problem I think every ALS family deals with to some extent. It's something we're working on. It keeps coming up time and time again when they change their rules and we have to beat back and beat back and beat back. And so we've had some successes in keeping things from getting worse, but we, we are thinking about ways to have a more comprehensive solution. And that's part of our engagement with the new administration on this issue. There are um, other issues going on as well, especially for folks who know people who have veterans benefits. The contrast between for example, durable medical equipment coverage in the VA and Medicare are very, very different. And so Medicare may pay for your wonderfully effective uh, powered wheelchair, but they won't pay for the ramp to get you out of the house. And those are the kinds of processes that don't quite make sense. It's sort of a red tape, very large organization. And, and I think Medicare needs some help in making these uh, systems really work for people with ALS. And that's part of our conversation with the administrator. I think we have a blog on that you can point people to, to give them a sense of what we're talking about. Uh, it's, it's something we, we just need to keep fighting for. And that's the large scale. On the personal scale, again, I would encourage people, if they haven't already, to talk with their chapter, their association care services folks because sometimes we can help. Sometimes we can help with equipment. Sometimes we can help people navigate their benefits, get access to medications or, or providers that they wouldn't otherwise do. That's why we're here. It is why we're here, Neil. And as, as you said, we can share some links in the show notes so people can find uh, the help on the ground and some additional information about the work being done to uh, make Medicare work better for people. And of course, uh, resources they need as they move into open enrollment. And as we do head into the 2021 open enrollment period, I had the opportunity to sit down with Courtney Jones, Senior Director of Case Management at the Patient Advocate Foundation, to get some tips on making the most out of this open enrollment window. So let's step aside and hear from Courtney. 
Uh, well, Courtney, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you for having me. I appreciate the opportunity. Well, and it's a great time to have you on because as listeners are probably aware, open enrollment for Medicare did start this week. But before we get into all that, can you introduce yourself to listeners, introduce them to the Patient Advocate Foundation, how it works to strengthen patient-focused healthcare? Yes, thank you. Um, My name is Courtney Jones. I'm the Senior Director here in the Case Management Department at Patient Advocate Foundation. We are a national nonprofit organization which provides case management services and financial aid to Americans with chronic, life-threatening, and debilitating illnesses. Our case managers offer free one-on-one support to patients and families that help them solve real-life problems related to serious health conditions. We help patients understand their choices that they have to help them make better health decisions for a stronger recovery. Our case managers actually work with thousands of patients with all different kinds of health conditions. We work with healthcare providers, insurance companies, charities, many other entities across the country to find programs and services that fit the patient's needs. We help patients gain access to prescribed medical treatment and services, help in understanding what health insurance covers, and options available if they find themselves without health insurance. We've been doing this all and doing it well for more than 25 years now. Yeah, an important role to play in the healthcare system. Uh, ALS Focus survey earlier this year found that, you know, the struggle to understand the health insurance marketplace is very real for people. And a 2018 nationwide retirement survey found that 72% of older adults who were enrolled in Medicare wish they understood the program better. So with that in mind, and having said that open enrollment is here, can you walk listeners through the open enrollment period, uh, the options that people have to consider in the coming weeks? Certainly. So navigating the world of healthcare and insurance, especially Medicare, can be very complicated and overwhelming. So it's important to make the right decisions when it comes to healthcare and understanding all the options that are available is critical for everyone, especially for individuals living with ALS. So as you mentioned earlier, Medicare open enrollment is fast approaching. It starts October 15th and goes through December 7th. So any changes made during open enrollment of that time will take effect January 1st of 2022. So if you miss the Medicare open enrollment period, October 15th through December 7th, you can still make changes through a special enrollment period, but you have to qualify for a special enrollment period. If you miss the open enrollment and you don't qualify for a special enrollment period, you will have to wait a whole nother year for the next open enrollment period to make changes to your Medicare plan. So it's important if you are looking at trying to Look at Medicare, and if you want to make any changes, that you do so between October 15th and December 7th. During the Medicare open enrollment period, you can switch from an original Medicare to a Medicare Advantage plan. You can switch from an Advantage plan back to your original Medicare A and B. You can switch from one Medicare Advantage plan to another. But in order to enroll in a Medicare Advantage plan, you have to be enrolled in Medicare A and B and your Medicare Advantage plan will take the place of both parts that will likely also include a Medicare D, which is your prescription drug coverage. So you can also, during your open enrollment, switch your Medicare D prescription plans, and you can pick up a Medicare Part D prescription plan if you didn't enroll when you were first eligible for Medicare. So it's really important that individuals start to think about the Medicare coverage and what that will look like in 2022, 
carefully reviewing their current Medicare coverage and noting any upcoming changes that they may have to any treatments or therapies, any tests or medications that they have, decide if their current Medicare coverage will meet their needs for the year ahead. And if they're dissatisfied with your coverage that you currently have, make that change during open enrollment. Also, another tip is before you enroll in a plan, I always tell the member to confirm all the details about the new plan within the plan itself. So if you're looking at a Medicare Advantage plan, reach out to that Medicare Advantage plan, ask some of the specific questions on coverage, and confirm what you are seeing online that those are true in the detail plans itself. Write down everything about the conversation that you have when you're enrolling through the phone, including the date and the representative you spoke to, and any outcomes or next steps that they require. But again, it's important to note, I'll say it one more time, that the Medicare open enrollment is October 15th through December 7th. So th that being the time where everybody who's part of the Medicare system can make changes and not have to qualify through some life event. Correct. Yeah. You know, you, you talk about the choices within Medicare, and, and, it, and it strikes me that we, we talk about this system as almost a one-size-fits-all, but that's not the case. There are different as you've laid out, choices that people have to make. And I don't want to get too far into the weeds of what's the difference between Part A and Part B and what is Part D. You mentioned Part D being prescription drug benefits, but what are some of the common questions that the foundation encounters as people try to navigate this system and, and maybe open enrollment specifically? Yeah, we get a lot of questions about changing and hesitant to make changes. So hmm. we get questions like, what if I don't like my Medicare Advantage plan that I selected during open enrollment? What are my options? So all Medicare Advantage enrollees have a one-time trial period. Granted, it is a one-time trial. So that runs for the first year that you elect Medicare Advantage plan. So if you elected a Medicare Advantage plan as soon as you were Medicare eligible, or if you elected to a Medicare Advantage plan during open enrollment, at any point during that year, you can switch back to your original Medicare. So that does give you some flexibility if you are looking to try a Medicare Advantage plan and then find that it is not for you. You do have that one-time option to switch back to Medicare um, original, which is your A and B. Another common question we have is what if I elect a Medicare D plan, but I need to change that because my medication is no longer covered or my medication changed? What are my options outside of open enrollment? So if you qualify for a low income subsidy or it's also called extra help, your enrollment in Medicare Advantage plans and Part D prescription drug coverage is not limited to this open enrollment period. If you qualify for extra help, you can make changes to your Medicare Advantage or your Part D prescription coverage up to once per calendar year. So that gives you an opportunity to change as your medications may fluctuate based on therapy. But that, again, is only for those that qualify for low-income subsidy or extra help through Social Security. It's usually individuals with a lower income and lower assets. Um, another common question we get is, is there any assistance available to help me pay my Medicare premiums or medical costs? They find it that some of that may be you know, not affordable to them and they're hesitant to make any enrollment changes or to enroll at all. So there are Medicare beneficiaries that have low incomes or low assets that could qualify for Medicaid coverage 
It's also called the Medicare Savings Program. That can help pay for Medicare premiums, co-pays, deductibles, co-insurances. To look to see if you're eligible or what your state's eligibility criteria is, I recommend individuals reach out to your local human services department, or it could be called your social services department. They can look at the Medicaid and Medicare savings program eligibility criteria to apply. Another question we get often is how do I know if my Medicare coverage will follow me if I have to move out of state? So if you're enrolled in your original Medicare, which is your A and B, then yes, that will follow you as you move from state to state. You would just need to notify Medicare that you have moved and where you currently reside. However, if you have a Medicare Advantage plan, a prescription Part D plan, then you would have to look at another policy because those can be state specific. So if you are moving, that does open the ability to outside of this general open enrollment time for you to elect another plan. You would just have to contact them to tell Medicare that you are moving and you need to elect another Medicare Advantage or Medicare D prescription plan. But those are most of the common questions we get when looking at electing or changing during open enrollment specifically. Having had some of these conversations with older relatives who are first moving into the Medicare system, you know, I know it can be difficult to kind of navigate. When, when patients come to uh, the Patient Advocate Foundation, or do they generally have an awareness at that point of what is an, an advantage plan versus traditional Medicare and, and what is Part D or is, is part of the, the, the work bringing people up to speed on all of these different terminologies and what the different benefits are of, of different choices that they will have to make? Yeah, that's a great question. We do find ourselves providing a lot of education around the coverage options. Medicare is very complex on what different options you have and what those coverages and costs actually look like. So our case managers do spend a lot of time providing education on what those coverages are and what are some advantages of having different advantage plans, Medicare GAP plans. You've also got you know, supplemental plans. So there's a lot of different options available and you, we spend time having to try to tailor what we think would be the best option for every patient situation because everybody's a little bit different in what they're looking for, what they're expecting out of coverage or what they're able to afford cost-wise. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I know the ALS Association has partnered with the Patient Advocacy Foundation to help people with ALS navigate some of the red tape around plan selection, but can you tell listeners a little bit about that partnership and how it works? Yes, we have the ALS Medicare Resource Line. So that provides individuals living with ALS, their family members and caregivers, free direct access to Medicare experts, in our case management department who can aid in navigating eligibility and enrollment coverage that would impact the critical care that they need. With knowing there's so many options available and cost is not always a deciding factor, it's important to be an educated consumer when using benefits accurately, maximizing coverage, understanding the benefit limits such as networks, exclusions, formularies, so our ALS Medicare resource line has a goal of better meeting the needs of patients receiving or seeking care for ALS. Our staff works alongside patients or their caregivers in the ALS Association chapter staff, providing this help to remove this insurance and financial barriers to improve outcomes. 
So if anyone is currently living with ALS and needs assistance, I would encourage you to reach out to your local ALS association chapter who can then refer you to our ALS Medicare resource line. Great advice. And I was going to ask, Courtney, what, what is any closing advice you, you have for listeners? But I think you you just hit that. Uh, and it sounds like your busy season is here. Uh, so before I let you get to it, any closing thoughts for listeners as they approach uh, the open enrollment period? I would just, again, encourage individuals to take this time with that open enrollment and really look at their policy and what they're expecting to get out of coverage. Start thinking about what you had in coverage this year and what you could look at better improving or changing in policy for next year so that they can make an informed decision and have better outcomes if necessary for their insurance. And we will share resources in the show notes on how folks can access that hotline and uh, some more notes and resources on Medicare and the open enrollment period. Courtney, thanks so much for your time today. Oh, thank you very much. Well, thank you again to my guest co-host this week, Dr. Neil Thacker, and to Courtney Jones, Senior Director of Case Management at the Patient Advocate Foundation. We'll share links and more information on Medicare and open enrollment in the show notes. That is going to do it for this week's episode. You can subscribe to Connecting ALS wherever you listen to podcasts. And while you're there, please take the time to rate and review us. It is a great way for us to connect with even more listeners. Our production partner for this series is Citizen Racecar, post-production by Garrett Tiedemann, production management by Gabriella Montequin, supervised by David Hoffman. Thanks for tuning in. We'll connect with you again soon.